بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين إمام البخاري رحمه الله إن كتاب البيوع he mentions the story of بريرة رضي الله عنها this story or this hadith speaks about the conditions of an agreement between buyer and seller what is allowed? What are you allowed to stipulate as a seller? What are you allowed to stipulate as a buyer? To put it into perspective, we have to go a step back. And we have to realize that the conditions when it comes to an agreement, a buyer and seller contract, are of two categories. The first category is that which Allah and His Rasul have ordered us to fulfill. These shurut or these conditions are not negotiable. That means all of them should be present. And we have mentioned some of them. For example, when the two parties want to transact, both parties should be transacting out of their own accord. Willing buyer, willing seller. There shouldn't be any party who is being forced. Another condition, for example, is the seller is not allowed to sell that which he doesn't own. Also, when it comes to the product, it should be something that is described properly and it is known, the price is known, etc. These are some of the conditions in the first category. The second category are extra conditions that a buyer or a seller may put and the other party agrees upon it. It is recorded in Sahih al-Bukhari that Aisha radiallahu anha was approached by Barira radiallahu anha. Barira was a slave at the time. She had people who were her masters. She wanted to buy her freedom. What's important to mention is when it comes to slavery, Islam did not encourage slavery. In fact, slavery was present well before Islam. When Islam came, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually encouraged the people to free the slaves. And there are so many ayat in the Quran, verses of the Quran, as well as a hadith that show us the reward of one who frees a slave. Also, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned some of the rights of these slaves. Coming back to the story of Barira radiallahu anha, she came to Aisha radiallahu anha and she said, Oh Aisha, I have agreed with my masters that I will pay them a certain fee so that I can buy my freedom over a certain period of time. She then asked Aisha radiallahu anha to help her to basically buy her and free her. So Aisha radiallahu anha agreed on condition that she went back to her masters and told them that the wala is for her. Basically, the slaves those days, they didn't have family. So if the slave was to be freed and they had to gather some wealth, when they died, there was nobody to inherit them. So who would inherit them? Here, this person is no longer a slave. So Islam came and decided that when this person who was a slave previously has now passed away and left something, the person who freed them would inherit this wealth. So basically Aisha radiallahu anha told Barira radiallahu anha that go to your people, your masters, and tell them that no problem, I will buy you, but the wala should be for me. So when she went back, her masters those who were in charge, they refused. Eventually, Aisha radiallahu anha says, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam came. So when he came, I informed him about the story of Barira radiallahu anha and how I wanted to buy her 
and I stipulated that the wala should be for me. However, her masters have refused. Look at how Aisha radiallahu anha is consulting her husband, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, about something she wants to do. This teaches us that it's important for husband and wife to have communication. Sometimes there's something you want to do, you're not really sure. Ask your spouse, bi'ithnillah, they will guide you, they will give you another opinion, they will help you. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, buy her and free her, فَإِنَّ الْوَلَاءَ لِمَنْ أَعْتَقْ because this wala is for the person who frees the slave. Again, look at how Aisha radiallahu anha wanted to do a good deed. She wanted to do one of the best deeds and buy somebody who was a slave and free her for the sake of Allah. Later on, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam then climbed up to address the people. After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he then said, مَا بَالُ أُنَاسٍ يَشْتَرِطُونَ شُرُوطًا he said, what is wrong with some people who want to stipulate conditions that are not found in the book of Allah, that are not found in the Sharia, that are not found in the guidance of Allah and his messenger. He then said, Whoever stipulates a condition that is not in accordance with the law of Allah, then this condition is batil. It is null, even if they had to stipulate 100 conditions. He then said, Basically, the conditions of Allah, whatever Allah has stipulated, is what is valid and should be practiced upon. This hadith has many fawa'id. Look at how Rasulullah when he wanted to correct the mistakes of people in public, he didn't mention them by name. He said, ما بال أقوامٍ What is wrong with people who do this? What is wrong with people who do that? At the same time, he mentioned what was correct. So Aisha radiallahu anha bought Barira radiallahu anha and freed her for the sake of Allah. Look at how the conditions when it comes to a buyer and seller, there are some conditions which are sahih and correct. There are some conditions which are batil and incorrect. Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentions some of these conditions later on in a different chapter. What's important to remember is any condition that leads to haram or that goes against the contract. So for example, if you want to buy a car from somebody else, and he says, I will sell it to you on condition that you don't use it. Well, why are you buying the car for in the first place? You're buying this car to use it. So this type of shart is batil. Another condition which would be batil, for example, a person says, I will sell you a house on condition that you do not perform salah in it. This condition is batil. It's not up to them what you do and don't do. So it's very important to remember. Yes, there is a hadith al-Muslimuna ala shurutihim. The Muslims, they agree and they conform to the rules that have been stipulated. However, at the same time, we have to look at these rules. Are they in conformity with the Sharia? Number one. Number two, are they in conformity or do they go with the contract being signed? So for example, if you had to buy something and you wanted to give it away, you wanted to give it away as a gift, the person who is selling it cannot stipulate whether you can give it or you can't give it. You've bought it. It's yours. 
you are free to do whatever you want with it. Bi-ithnillah, we will go into more detail in the future. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.